So Daryl Morey went on a podcast and opened up a book of insight. You do not want to miss what he said. We'll break it all down here on Philly Take with RB. Perfect. What is going on, everyone? RB here. Welcome into the show. Hit the like button if you enjoy these videos. Subscribe by hitting that red button down below and hit that bell so you don't miss any of the upcoming content. Just as a reminder, we are live back tomorrow night. Sixers, Grizzlies, TNT. Can't wait to see how this team comes out post-All-Star break. Going to be an interesting stretch. Let's see if the team can stay par. All the other ways to support me are down below in the description if you want to support me this show Thank you all for constantly listening and and tuning in. Today, we are back with a special one. Not any game stuff, but rather a podcast. Daryl Morey went on the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast, as he usually does every year. And man, did he open up. I'm talking an hour and a half. I listened to the whole episode earlier, but obviously don't want to have you here for 24 hours. So we will be breaking down the biggest highlights, the main points, and everything you need to know. He did answer the tough questions And I want to talk about the answers that he gave. But before we get right into it, shout out to the sponsor here of today's show, Aura. Aura is a leading provider in digital safety and fraud protection. Now, I know every single listener out there right now has had some kind of encounter with, you know, fraud or data hacking or somebody trying to steal your information or steal your profile, your identity, whatever it may be. Those are all issues Aura aims to prevent. Aura is an easy to use app. That includes everything you need to stay safe online by protecting you from scammers and data hackers on the internet. They fight back against all of those annoying websites, all those spammers that try to take your personal info and make it public. And they alert you if any of your information is found. For instance, I use Aura myself. I get emails, you know, every now and then, every couple of days, actually, uh, just saying, you know, somebody tried to steal your info. Somebody tried to use your info here and they request that they take it down. It's very helpful. They give you near real time Alerts on suspicious credit inquiries and even provide a VPN where you can scroll online safely and anonymously. They even have a password manager to help you manage all your credentials. So all of these great features will help you protect your online safety. Go down to the description, click the link or dot com slash Philly take and receive a two week free trial of all of their services linked down in the description. All right, let's get into it, man. So Daryl Morey on the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast, and we're just going to jump right into it. He was asked about the backup center. That has been a big topic of discussion here on the show as of late, post-trade deadline. Why didn't Daryl do anything? Obviously, you know, the fan base wanted him to do something, but at the same time, the Sixers didn't have a lot of resources. But here's what he had to say about that and about how comfortable he is right now with the current depth at the backup center position. The centers were a little bit hard to obtain relative to, look, we're trying to win the championship, uh, both, you know, our odds this year and I have to keep an eye on the future and uh, what we give up matters as well. So it's always like judging the upside versus the downside yeah. of any move. I'll say we, I, I do feel we feel comfortable with with PJ and Paul Reed and Deadman as our stop it right there, man. So couple things stick out to me. Uh, he actually went on to talk about, you know, how teams were acquiring role players for second round picks, five second round picks. And that's what we said during our trade deadline show. Like there was just no way anything was going to happen if that's the type of value 
that teams were expecting. But if you listen carefully, he says that right now the Sixers are comfortable with P.J. Tucker, Paul Reed, and Dwayne Dedman as the backup centers. Notice, and it's very interesting, that he did not mention Montrez Harrell. So sometimes it's very telling, you know, but just by these little things. I mean, he didn't mention Trez. Is the Trez experiment over? Is it done with? Is he gone? Will he eventually get waived? Who knows? But right now, Daryl Morey says that this team is comfortable where they're at. And I'm telling you right now, from listening to this entire episode, there's no more moves coming, ladies and gentlemen. This is the roster. So how comfortable are you with this Sixers roster going into the playoffs? This is it. I talked about free agents on the buyout market. The buyout deadline's coming up. Well, from what Daryl Morey said in this episode, uh, it doesn't seem like the Sixers are doing anything else. And they seem to be comfortable with this backup center depth. Hopefully, you know, it'll be Paul Reed to get more consistent minutes and get a chance and and all that stuff like he did down the stretch of last year. But anyway, moving on, and this was my favorite part of the episode. Got the timestamps lined up, and Daryl Morey, yes, Daryl Morey answered about the Sixers' two-man game, and he literally echoed, and finally somebody answered the question that I've been posing for the last three, four, or five months here on the show, going back to the summer, I said when James Harden and Joel Embiid finally lock in that two-man game and get it consistently rolling, this team is going to be unstoppable because that is one of the most efficient duos in the NBA. That threat, and I've broken it down with film. I've talked about it in countless post-game or news videos, and every time it seems that they get to the fourth quarter you know, in a certain game against a certain team, They just go away from it. Sometimes they use it to perfection and it is unstoppable and sometimes they get away from it. But why did the Sixers get away from the Embiid Harden two-man game? Here are Daryl Morey's thoughts. I think it was 95. Um, Yeah, so that, you know, I think I did, I've mentioned this before, I did underestimate the time it was going to take for Joel and James to develop a chemistry. I think... You know, and again, this is another place I'd like to see that consistency because when we have it humming, it's really humming. And I think you guys who watch every minute like I do have seen it. And then there will be times you're just like, wait, why aren't we doing the thing that's working really? <laughs> like what, what's happening? And uh, and so I think we'd, I'd like to get more consistency there. Thank you very much. So Daryl Morey, as I've said before, is a fan like the rest of us. He's not just your typical business GM. He watches the games. He's in depth with it, right? He's he's enticed about the game. He wonders the same thing we do. There is no answer. Why do the Sixers get away from their most lethal threat? And this needs to be communicated with the coach, with the star players, with the rest of the squad. That two-man game, again, I've broken it down. I've said it so many times. I'm sick of hearing myself say it. That two-man game is so effective. Come playoff time, the Sixers need to continue to roll with it. They've never had a duo like that, you know, pairing an actual point guard with Joel Embiid. And, and go back to the recent videos. I mean, you can see how effective it is. And again, I've showed certain plays. It's just you have to bite one or the other, and it's unstoppable. And I'm glad that Daryl Morey wonders the same thing. Have a talk with the coach. You have to, man. You have to. Uh, Daryl Morey, I will highlight this as well said that amongst the league executives, essentially, including his own thoughts, uh, believe that the East will be run by the Celtics, Bucks, and Sixers. Yes, he says that a, a large group, especially GMs that he's talked to, believe that it's those three teams' conference to win or lose. Uh, so apparently people do respect the Sixers, according to Daryl Morey, and you know view them as a potential threat. Now, 
Daryl did go throughout this episode and say, you know, back and forth, you know, it, it's weird. Sometimes you're on these crazy stretches of wins and sometimes you're all the way on the bottom. And I agree. I've said that this year too. It's been a very like roller coaster type of year. So you need to see more consistency out of your team and hopefully we'll see that. But uh, shout out to uh, Michael Levin here. Uh, I, I really enjoyed listening to him uh, and, and the way that he poses questions. I've never really listened to a full episode of, of his talk, but this was actually pretty funny. And I'll, uh, I'll just let you guys hear this one. Taste in your mouth. That is ref- But blowing a big lead leaves a specifically bad taste in your mouth. That is reflective of the kind of team that this team thinks they are, which is a flip the switch team, despite the fact that they haven't proven anything, any like with enough certainty that they can do that in the playoffs. That is why Wes, as soon as it starts to happen, you go like, here they fucking go again, man. And I know you fucking think the same thing, Daryl. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's a. <laughs> you're, you're I'm pointing. I'm pointing at. You. Oh, that was great, man. He said you put him on blast. He said, "Yo, like, yeah, I'm happy when the team wins." And this is the expressions. These are the opinions that a lot of people here on this show feel. You know, they're happy when they win, but did I have to blow a 27 point lead to win by three? Did I have to make it so close against the Cavs before the All Star break? Did they really? Have to let that team come back in after having like 37 in the first half. No. And that's where that mindset, that toughness needs to kick in. Uh, so I thought that was very funny. The last thing we'll talk about and highlight here are Daryl Morey's thoughts on PJ Tucker. Obviously been a huge you know, topic of conversation. And maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll do another stream eventually and kind of react to this whole episode. But uh, just wanted to get the main thoughts across. Here's what Daryl Morey thinks about the guy that he tampered with to get uh you know in the offseason that eventually cost the Sixers a couple draft picks the biggest thing is we want him to stay aggressive on offense especially when he's open from the perimeter um I had actually never seen him take a dial he dialed that back early he's been better for I don't know a good while um but that was early so if we're if we're talking about things that were a little bit behind what at least I personally hope for. Um, defensively, he's in range of what we thought, uh, especially against some of the key players he's had to go against this year. Uh, I think, too, like one thing that hurts him in the eyes of fans is he is almost always taking the hardest matchup when he's out there. So Daryl Morey doesn't think there is any problem with P.J. Tucker. He believes that he'll be fine and, and you know, hopefully step up in the playoffs as he has done with previous teams in previous years. So. Um, yeah, PJ is not going anywhere. He is here to stay and he's probably going to be in the starting lineup. Should he be? That is a completely different question. But all I'll say at the end of the day is that the Philadelphia 76ers have a very tough stretch coming up right now, and it is going to tell a lot about where this team is at. But at the end of the day, nothing will be more telling than one, whether they get to the playoffs healthy and two, whether they finally get over the hump. Daryl didn't want to commit, but he says this team has a real shot. And he believes this roster is built like a lot of teams that can win a championship. Those are my thoughts. Give me all of yours. What are your reactions? Drop them down in the comments section. As always, I'll be back live tomorrow. YouTube and playback. Be there, Sixers Grizzlies. That being said, hope everybody has a great night. And I will catch you all on the next one. Peace.